Greetings, and welcome to Heroes of Tomorrow, a part of the Untold Stories Project. I am your host and game master, Aaron. Heroes of Tomorrow is an actual play of Mutants and Masterminds, the world's greatest superhero RPG, from Green Ronin Publishing, and is set within the connected version of Earth Prime, which can be seen in other offerings from the Untold Stories Project, including Nether War, City of Destiny, Guardians of Haven, Gemstars, and Freedom League Dark. Mutants and Masterminds is a D20-based system which allows players and GMs to create stories featuring all of the greatest heroes of their imagination. And we have some of those heroes and players with us today. Um, we're going to have them introduce themselves now, going in alphabetical order. Tell us who you are, where else our listeners can find you, and answer our question of the day, which is, was your character ever bullied? If so, by who? Or were they the bully? In which case, what made them stop? Those of you who are joining us from our previous episodes may notice that we are down a voice at the moment. Uh, Brandon is not here right now, but uh, hopefully he'll be able to join us soon. So we will start with Alex. Hi everybody, I'm Alex, and I am the... Uh, line developer for Mutants and Masterminds at Green Room Publishing, as well as the author of the Titan City Chronicles, the executive producer here at the Untold Stories Project, and the author of the new comic book series, Chaotic Good, that is on Kickstarter right now. As for who I will be playing today, I am playing the dual role of Dr. Henry Barrister and Mr. Eddie Bear, uh, two halves of the same fluffy sociopath. <laughs> He is a sentient teddy bear with a genius intellect and a uh, penchant for bad bear days. <laughs> As for the question of the day, Henry has not been alive or in public long enough to really be bullied, other than the fact that he was drawn from a liminal space against his will and forced to exist in this world of crude matter, but so is every other kid. Eddie, however, is a massive bully. He is the worst. <laughs> and probably hasn't actually stopped bullying people. No. Nope. Eddie bullies Henry constantly. I would sure. argue that Henry's a little bit of a bully, too. He's just more quiet about it. Mm. He's a quiet bully snob. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right. Hey, everyone. I'm Calvin, and I'm playing Vincent Walker, a.k.a. The Speed Demon. You can find me here all over all bunch of USP stuff on the Untold Stories Project channel, or over, if you're on YouTube, on the Win With Dice channel where we have weekly gaming streams and uh, tabletop RPG podcasts. To answer the question of the day, Vincent's probably been bullied. I don't know if it's often to his face, uh, since he's very, like, before he came to Claremont, and uh, we'll see how that goes, but he was often very solitary. So he probably didn't spend a lot of time around the other students, um, and he probably set himself aside very quickly, so they probably talked about him. I don't know how much stuff would happen to his face because that requires him, like, I don't know, being in a position to interact with people more. And I'm not sure how often that... Vincent is also very fast, so I imagine most of his life takes place behind his back. <laughs> True. Uh-huh. True. <laughs> Why is everyone talking so slow? Yeah, no, it's definitely happened. I just don't think he'd be super aware of it or care too much because he's just fine being on his own. Uh, hi, I'm Jimmy. Um, You can... Uh... <laughs> I don't even know how to start this well. Hi! Uh, uh, you can find me around the network on uh, our old podcast, which was Something Something Dragons, under the name of Blue, or more likely, you will find me on Gemstars on Tuesday nights. 
uh, or any random one shot, there's a good chance I might be there or not. Um, I will be playing uh, Alex, uh, also going wild card right now, our favorite little uh, illusionist, here to cause problems and annoy my father. And <laughs> to answer the question of the day, um, I'm pretty sure they probably were bullied a bit, kind of, you know, got that going for them, but never was like, I don't want to say like bullying isn't like how like they'll like to do it in high school where like in like high school TV shows where they show like physical but more just like you know getting teased and stuff. Um hey guys I am Kat. I am playing Cassian Quinn aka Cassian Quinn because he thinks that superhero names are stupid. (laughs) 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 He, he, He is a half well probably three quarters boy one quarter gem person who channels his powers through kinetic energy which brings him flinging himself out of cars hitting himself against trees pretty much doing anything that he can to channel any kinetic energy his way (laughs) i forgot everything else i was gonna say so I will answer the question of the day. Um, so I think that Cassian, when he was back on LaFondi um, in his dimension, I think he was a little bit of a bully. I don't know that it was intentional, but I think he was like anyone that wasn't in his immediate group of friends. He was sort of meaner, more judgmental towards and that kind of thing. But when he got, you know, shunted through the portal into this dimension... He realized what it was like to be an outsider and what it was like to not belong in a group. Um, And I think it humbled him greatly. And now he is much less of a bully and far nicer, despite him sort of looking like a jerk. (laughs) And um, you realize that this is the first time on the podcast that you have mentioned that Cassian is from the mystical dimension of LaFondi. Well, plot twist, guys. Cassie <laughs> Quinn is from LaFondi. <laughs> was he the bully to his sister? Yeah. He might be closely related to another character that you know if you watch Maybe. our streams. It's not like that character's name, last name has ever been mentioned, though, except for like once. <laughs> Mary's name has been mentioned. Mary's name has been mentioned. Mary's last name has been mentioned. Like a few times, not a lot. <laughs> I feel like a few people have said Miss Quinn at least a couple of yes. times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hardly remember Mary's last name. You <laughs> didn't make Mary's last name. <laughs> Hi! And like most of the people here, you can find me all around the network. Mainly on Tuesday nights, either as the Game Master for our Gemstars campaign, or uh, as a, a giant Pacific octopus in a mech suit in our uh, City of Destiny game. Tonight I play Jason Harper, a.k.a. Jason Beaumont, a.k.a. Bolt, the protege and son to one Fletch Beaumont, who is Bowman in our universe. And uh, as for the question of the episode, Jason is an orphan who lived in a group home for... Pretty much his entire childhood, yes, he has been bullied pretty relentlessly while he bothered to go to school and often stepped in to take bullying in, instead of some of his younger housemates. 
he doesn't really get bullied anymore because he stopped going to school around the age of 14 to because he had kids to take care of. And um, he's just going back to school now. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> when last we saw our heroes, uh, although that description is perhaps iffy for some of them, <laughs> they had uh, successfully stopped the uh, robbery of the First National Bank by members of the Thieves Guild. Two members of the Thieves Guild did manage to escape in the form of Looking Glass and the Mad Maple. However, the heroes were mostly successful. Where they might have had a little bit of problem is that five of them had just snuck off campus to respond to a notification about a bank robbery without getting permission or anything like that. And one of them was on their way to campus and didn't even know the rest of them. <laughs> because, yeah. So we are going to pick up with our characters as they are leaving the crime scene, uh, having just recently received a text message from presumably Headmaster Summers. And we're getting into uh, Cassian's car, which is still idling over uh, about a block away from the bank and you know nobody could possibly think to try to follow the car that's just gonna drive away or anything like that so let's pick up as you guys uh, get into the car and are headed toward back to campus and uh, damien is with you but is just kind of sulking and being moody and not saying much so being damien yes Cassian seems a bit um, embarrassed about his car. You'll notice as you get in, it's sort of like shaking. Just the engine started is just the whole car is shaking. And as they start to drive, it just makes a loud, like booming clacky sound. And he's like, J don't worry about that. <laughs> dude, dude, your transmission is, we need to look at that's broken. Well, um, feel feel free to look at it. I don't really know a lot about cars. Cool. <laughs> and uh, Jason immediately has about 400 ideas of how to soup this thing up. <laughs> Cassian Quinmobile. So it's also worth pointing out that uh, Cassian, the only person in the car you know is Bolt. And you do not know him as Jason. You know Bolt as Bowman's sidekick. You have never met Speed Demon, Damien, Wildcard, or the animated teddy bear, other than, you know, having fought alongside them against all this. You're also completely unfamiliar with the uh, other superhero teenager who was taken away in an ambulance, or even how he ended up unconscious in a tree. All right, no, I think you did see him get shot out of the sky by a lightning bolt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Similarly, none of you know Cassian. Oh, hey, so I uh, I uh, insulted your car, which was kind of rude. I'm Bolt. Mm, you can call me Jason. Uh, the quiet, grouchy one over there, junior professor. That's Damien. He just kind of grunts. <laughs> Alex. Uh, Vince. Vincent. Or Speed Demon. Either one. Cassie has been just glancing at this bear 
the whole time. Every time somebody like says their name, he'll look over at them and then look back at the bear. Because <laughs> he wants the bear to talk. The bear can't talk! The bear's still small world! <laughs> Henry looks like he's having a bad time. He's sort of... His shirt collar is unfrocked. He's sort of spasming and shivering to himself, trying to turn back into Henry. Hey, little buddy, you alright up there? No. I'm not alright. You... Is there something we can do? You can let me rip off your face! I'm still using that. <laughs> Sorry, apologies. I, I'm i trying to get a hold of myself. Are you Just, going to rip off my face? Don't look at me for a minute. Don't talk to me for a minute. Don't... Sh shut up. All of you, shut up. Okay. Do you think the bear eats? Maybe we should give him a Snickers. He's not like himself. I have no idea. Okay. I mean, I've got chocolate. That might work. Chocolate always makes me feel better. I'll put my little bear hand up. Oh, here you go. I just dropped like a one of those bite-sized candy bars. We'll put it near my face and it will disappear into my head. Oh, no. <laughs> I have so many questions. I don't want answers. Athian just slowly turns back around to the front of the car and starts driving back in the direction of the school. Well then, what's your name? Um, I'm Cassian. Do you, I'm assuming you guys go uh, to Claremont? Yeah. We're what? supposed to be there right now, actually. Well, isn't that what we just got the message about? I was being in trouble. Yeah, that's my fault. I'm not used to having to check with someone before I go do my thing. Didn't I say so, this was a bad idea? I'm sure it'll be. I'm sure it's fine. I'm, sure it'll be I'm fine. not certain that you know what a bad idea is. I mean, you stop the guys. You strike me as someone who likes bad ideas. I like watching them. I don't like getting caught in the middle of them. So did you guys come from the school? Or did you happen to be passing by the bank? We were on campus, and there was some stuff, and I tried to get a hold of Freedom League, and nobody answered, because they're, I don't know, I'm going to guess off-world. And uh, I was like, okay, let's go do this. Yeah, my bad. Sorry, guys. <laughs> and the guy who got us there uh, knocked out into a tree in, like, five seconds. Well, he's an idiot, so... Yes. Okay. I mean, he's kind of smart. I. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very yeah, yeah. Real book smart. Real book smart. Not so much people smart. Or common sense. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Wrong with that. Sense. It is when it gets you immediately knocked out in a fight against villains. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's a good point. So. Cassian is overwhelmed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what year are you guys? You guys, freshmen. Sophomores? Juniors? Uh, sophomore. Oh. I think I'm a sophomore. Oh, what did we, what what did we decide on? <laughs> what did we decide on exactly? Uh, I believe all of you are sophomores except for... Bear? Bear. Me. And Singularity is a, uh, is a freshman. But you're, this is all your first year at the school. Yeah. But yeah, I believe you're all sophomores except for Cassian. <laughs> Sorry guys, I'm asking the tough questions. Oh, God, <laughs> making making the player have to remember things? 
And Brandon has joined us. Yay! Brandon! Brandon! Oh, the life of a teacher who is also an Uber driver. Yeah. I didn't think I would need to set an alarm, but apparently... Yeah, it's cool. Don't worry about it. We'll just... I guess my question is, are you taking the most direct route back to campus, or are you... Yes. I am trying to get this car ride over with as fast as humanly possible, because I feel so incredibly uncomfortable. You also, once again, all did just get messaged by the headmaster saying... I am also, like, this Alex person keeps flirting with me, and I feel weird, and I just want to go home. (laughs) For what it matters, Alex is quite cute, although uh, gender indeterminate. He's not a big gender discrimination thing. It's just, he just met these people and he's awkward. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But yeah, he's like gunning it. Like he's going fast. Okay. Whole car's just shaking as they're going down the (laughs) Jason's just, Jason's just going, oh, ah, oh, ah, oh, that noise, oh, oh. Speed Demon's like, why is he going so slow? (laughs) (laughs) I just imagine Speed Demon like running next to the car. (laughs) Yeah, he's, he's regretting not doing that. next to the car. <laughs> <laughs> like, in circles around it as it moves. Yeah. <laughs> which is, which is unfortunately completely ruining the tires because the fire <laughs> around the car that's got to drive for the entire time. Please, the tires are already bald. <laughs> yeah, we're no, yeah, yeah, they're no longer tires. <laughs> <laughs> the rims. Driving on the rims. Jason has a project, and he's very happy about it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So before too terribly long, you guys, you know, get out of downtown. You uh, make your way over to where Claremont is. You know, the school is, like I said, it's an impressive facility. Um, You know, gated walls. As you get close, you can... Because you know what to look for, you can realize that there are all sorts of other defenses present beyond just, you know, brick walls and gates around the the grounds. But from the outside, it just looks like any well-to-do private school. The gates open automatically as Cassian's car gets close. I, uh, I am assuming you do actually have a permit for your car to be on campus since you're a junior and have been there for a while. Yeah, let's let's say that. Just <laughs> got a parking pass. He's got a spot and everything. Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, I'm sure there is student parking and. Everybody else's cars are like very nice. Like he's like, they're sports cars, nice new cars, and then he pulls up his little clunker. <laughs> there also probably aren't a whole lot of cars because well, you know half the class, half the students don't need them. Have we established the make and model of this beauty yet? If not. No, nobody knows what it is. It's just a trash can. Hover <laughs> on wheels. <laughs> Hear me out. VW Rabbit. Couldn't fit all of you in a rabbit. <laughs> or maybe a Yugo. <laughs> I just. Do you know that car in Toy Story that delivers the pizzas? Oh, the van. I sort of imagined it that way, but like worse. Okay. <laughs> like worse. And also blue. <laughs> So the gates open, and as you drive down the, you know, towards the student parking, you can see Headmaster Summers standing there with his cane. You can see the head counselor 
Gabriel Vasquez in his chair. You see Vice Principal Martha Dugan standing there. And you also see standing not too bleak, not with them, but nearby and looking fairly sheepish, Amelia, the former member of Next Gen, who is also known as Miss Kitty, who is also your RA. Oh no. Yep. She's looking kind of embarrassed and sheepish as you guys are pulling up. Are seriously? Super serious right now? Please let me do the talking. Do you... I told you she I mean, I don't see what the big problem is. I'll let you do the talking, but I'm not letting us get raked over the coals. I already said this was my bad. Just just let me, please. This was an idiot plan, but what else were we supposed to do? Cassian is having this internal battle of, should I just go into the school, or am I supposed to go up to this group with them? <laughs> I mean, they're standing in such a way that if you guys get out of the car, you are going to be talking to all of them. Mm. So, I will go ahead and get out of the car first, and as I step out of the car and start to walk toward them, I will retract the bolt suit back into its little watch carrying case. Uh-huh. So, as you get close... Uh, the headmaster doesn't raise his voice, but he just says, Mr. Beaumont, may I uh, assume that this was your idea? My idea? No. My decision? Yes. I see. Let's not do this out here. How about the six of you come to my off office? Mr. Quinn! You hadn't made your way to campus yet. I thought you had previously told us that you had no interest in superheroics. Um. <laughs> well, I couldn't just drive by these five people in help, in need of help. Please no. Alex is also muffling laughter, as is Jemmy. If you're, like, visibly doing that, Jason will give you a look of... Not helping. <laughs> Not helping. Control yourself, please. <laughs> Trying. But I'm back. Yes. Wonderful. Do I? Follow me. And, and yes, please come with them. Okay. Amelia. Yes, Headmaster. Why don't you come as well? But oh, God. <laughs> I didn't. Okay. He will look over to the vice principal and to Gabriel Vasquez and say, I don't think either of the two of you need to be present for this. I'm sure you have other duties to attend to. And they'll just kind of nod and, and walk off. And then he takes off at a fairly brisk pace, especially for a man who uses a cane. Not even checking <laughs> to see if you guys are following. Oh, yeah. he knows we're following. <laughs> Uh, as we're walking, I will turn to Amelia and just mouth, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm not. Amelia just kind of gives a helpless gesture. Like, I understand why you did it. <laughs> All right. So as soon as you guys get into his office, you know, there are, there are two chairs across from his desk, but he also has a large enough office that there is also like a conference table. And he will sit down at it and wait for you to all be seated. I will take one of the chairs closest to him. Okay. What about the rest of you? I will also take one of the chairs closest to him for logistical reasons. I'll put me in the middle. 
I'm in the back. That tracks. Cassian would like to stand. Cassian will stand. Vince will sit somewhere in the middle then. Oh, I'm not saying Alex is sitting well, but Alex is sitting in the middle. Amelia will also stand by the door. All right. Who would like to explain what happened? I will glance at everyone because in my mind, we make the agreement that I was going to do the talking. And then I will say, well, Chris got word that there was a bank robbery and was very, very excited to go deal with it. I attempted to, uh, because no one else had shown up to deal with it, I attempted to contact uh, members of the Freedom League unsuccessfully and made the decision that we were going to go. Chris portaled us there and then immediately forgot everything about fighting villains and was taken out. And at that point, we had to engage. Eventually, we took down four of the six uh, of the villains that were there. And now we're here. I am not used to the idea that I need to check with someone before I do my thing outside of Bowman. So that's on me. And I do apologize. I appreciate your willingness to fall on your sword. I would like to hear from the rest of you why you decided to jump into a fight with an unknown number of supervillains within minutes of having expressed, in many of your cases, either interest or indifference about the idea of becoming a part of the hero team. Uh, I did notice that Mr. Terrazzo was only too happy to announce you as the new next gen. That wasn't agreed upon beforehand. I was taken against my will. I'm just gonna look over at the bear like, excuse me? By a teleporting preteen. Look. And what happened was I lost control and I gave in to Edward again. And I don't need to remind you, Headmaster, what happens every time Eddie takes over. It has a name. Not only that, I robbed a bank. And I would take the money out of my pockets that Eddie stole from the vault. <laughs> and I will give a meaningful look to Damien, but I won't say anything. Oh, right. I will very, very quietly, almost inaudibly, curse under my breath that I'm not going to get that money. Um, <laughs> but I will note that Teddy is not a narc, and he will get just a little bit of bump of respect from me. Mr. Summers, you know the being that created me, and you know that he has been banished to somewhere beyond oblivion. But every time Edward takes control, I feel his presence scratch against the walls of our reality. He is coming back, and I cannot risk that again. If he is coming back, regardless, it seems like the bigger risk is you not learning how to control Edward. There is no controlling Edward. Are you sure about that? He's pure heat, is it? Yes, you Edward took that money, but Edward did assist in stopping the members of the Thieves' Guild. He almost killed a geriatric supervillain, and he threw a car at Vincent, and I'll point over at him. <laughs> I mean, I'm okay now. Jason's just sitting there thinking, what in the world went on when I went inside? <laughs> <laughs> Cassian is just sitting there thinking about that this is the group of superheroes he got caught with. <laughs> Damien's just trying to figure out what geriatric means. <laughs> it's 
Speed Demon, I do apologize for losing my temper about your uh, your expression of creative, your creative interpretation of my design. Oh, yeah, no, no worries. I mean, it was... Look, that was my first time doing an actual superhero thing. It was, there was a couple of rough bumps, but I think it worked out pretty well overall. I mean, I'm, I'm totally okay with the whole throwing a car thing. I feel like that's not going to be the only car that will be thrown at me in my whole life. I sincerely hope it's the only car I will throw at you in your life. Well, we'll see how that goes. Just please, the next time we collaborate, follow my instructions. I can only promise to try. Henry, you, you're you claiming that you were taken against your will, and then Edward made an appearance. Mr. Beaumont, you are expressing that this was your decision when Chris was going to go off by himself regardless. I'd like to hear from the rest of you still. Mix, uh, Selena Photo. Yeah, I mean, look, what happened was we caught rumor that the bank was being attacked. It was just arm around it. Which meant that it clearly wasn't anything normal. And yes, Jason did try to contact the other heroes and got no reply. So, Chris decided that we should all go off in hero. Most of them jumped at the chance. And at that point, it was the I needed to go along, partly so that they, they wouldn't get themselves killed. Which we can see how good I actually did at that with how Chris got knocked out instantly. But once again, there wasn't discussion on that part. Mr. Walker? Well, we did hear, we heard about a localized barometric event. There was a blizzard surrounding just this one building. I, I mean, I couldn't turn down the, the chance to see how and why this was happening. We actually recovered some of the supervillain's equipment. I was also hoping I could keep some of it and take a look at it. But I mean, we went down there, we stopped the majority of the villains, a couple got away, but I'm sure we can handle them, and are, are we in any sort of trouble here? I, I think we did the right thing. I'd probably do it again. We're still trying to figure that out. Mr. Irons? They were going to get themselves killed. I had to make sure that I wasn't going to get blamed. You thought you would be more likely to be blamed for coming and telling someone that they left instead of just going with them? I'm not a snitch. And finally, yes, like I said, Mr. Quinn, you weren't even here. And previously, although I had asked more than once, especially on the basis of uh, Resonance recommendation, if you were interested in joining the team, you had already said you were not. And yet you threw yourself into this. Has something changed over the summer? Yes, sir. My... I do believe that being on the team may align with my, with certain interests of mine. As to how I got there, I was driving to school to tell you such, and I saw chaos happening at the bank. There were tons of people around, and I just acted on an impulse. I needed to save as many people as I could and help these people stop the bad guys. I. I didn't, it was a split second decision. So, the seven of you counting Mr. Terrazzo took it upon yourself to leave campus without permission, to engage in a public battle with super criminals, to engage in property damage. One of your member is currently at the hospital. How would you uh, assess 
how well that turned out for you. Better than if we did nothing? I mean, I'm, I'm sure Chris will be okay with time. I have to agree with them. I think it would have been worse if they didn't respond. Aside from Chris acting like a moron, I'd say it actually went spectacularly. I say we were lucky, and we were clearly not ready to work as a team. I think everyone is lucky Edward didn't kill them. Look, I'm not disagreeing with either of you two on that, but I do not think us having stayed behind would have helped anything. They would have gotten away with more money. That money's insured. How did they take you against your will? I weighed 10 pounds. You're saying they just they just picked you up and they took you? I'm pretty sure that's what that happened. Say what you want, Teddy, that is not. Alex is pretty sure that's what happened. Alex is having trouble remembering. I'm pretty sure he came pretty- he was annoyed when he came. I think someone picked you up after you did upsies. Yeah, no, we picked you up because yeah. you, were, you asked. <laughs> Does anyone want to try to get a read of what Headmaster Summoners is thinking right now? Two. Uh, yeah. Insight? Yeah, anyone who'd like can give me an insight check. I got a 16. Well, not when I roll a free. That's a 12. Okay. <laughs> I rolled a free. And we got a 24. Oh, give it a try. Jason does not know. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jason's paying more attention to the, you guys because he's making his own assessment of his future team. <laughs> um, Speed even got a 13, surprisingly. Okay, so Henry got a 24. 16... 12, 24, 9, 13. Does Damien just not care? Um, I mean, he's got an inside of zero, so I guess I will at least attempt. <laughs> yep, he's fine. Who? Yeah, <laughs> uh, got it. I mean, you know, Headmaster Summers, it's not like he's a retired superhero or anything. Oh, no, that yeah, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, I imagine Bad Xavier is hard to read. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate that you put it that way and that it's right. <laughs> I tend to think of him a little bit more like uh, in the eventual future timeline where uh, Scott Summers is in charge of the Xavier Institute than Professor X. But... <laughs> so to all of you, he looks disappointed. By all accounts, I should contact those of you who have legal guardians and send you back. Damien brightens up a little at that. He looks over to um, Amelia. What do you think about the students who are all on your floor? And she again kind of gives the the uh, kind of sheepish look and says, I mean, what they did isn't any worse than our first mission. <laughs> Headmaster Summers then looks directly at Jason, at some point, you are going to have to talk with your father and get him to tell you about the first mission of the original Next Gen. <laughs> Not Miss Zero's class, but his class. So Jason keeps a straight face and he's, he's looking directly, you know, he's meeting eye contact, but inside he's like, Oh, 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 I'll bet that's a good story. <laughs> I'm smelling blog post. You all acted recklessly. You endangered yourselves. 
and others. You also undoubtedly saved lives, put the welfare of hostages above your own, managed to keep property damage to a minimum, and successfully captured four members of the Thieves' Guild. A feat which Johnny Rocket is not even always reliably able to accomplish. Alex is forcing straight face at Johnny Rocket. <laughs> Jason goes, to be fair, he did help. <laughs> Return to your rooms, and I will see all of you, including you, Mr. Quinn, at noon tomorrow as you see your training facility. Decide whether or not you want to stick with that name. You're dismissed. I will hang around while everyone else leaves. Um, Vincent did want to ask, uh, if you hear anything about Chris, can we get information on him too? Of course. Mr. Terrazzo will train with you when he returns from the hospital, but is not cleared for field missions. That's probably smarter. Does, do they need help with his unique physiology at the hospital? It's already being taken care of. Uh, there are Aegis medics who are working on him. His identity is being kept a secret and the general populace does not know which hospital Singularitine was taken to. I'm actually quite proud of all of you. Now get out of here. Cassian ducks out immediately. <laughs> I'm picking up the teddy bear and then ducking out. <laughs> Damien, after hearing that someone is proud of him for the first time ever. Well, it's not the ball. first time ever, sir. <laughs> <laughs> In a while, perhaps, but... You're right. His mom might have said that she was proud of him on occasion. <laughs> that is definitely some selective hearing. Yeah, he's, Which, he's a teenager. Yeah. He selective hearing. Raise an eyebrow, and, uh, but then uh, leave. Yeah, Vince will head out with a bounce in his step. Amelia will leave immediately and, you know, head back over to the Rita Cord dormitory. So once everyone else is gone, Jason will pull out the mirror, broken mirror, and the uh, weather wand. She calls it a weather vane. And he will slide them both toward Summers and say, uh, I was kind of hoping for permission to hold on to that vane for a couple of weeks. I want to see if I can make some bolts. But considering everything that's just happened, I thought... Asking permission was probably the proper way to go about it. Give them to me. You will have access to them in the next-gen training facilities. You cannot take them back to your room. That's that's fair. They're just on the table in front of them, so... Okay. So as you all head back to your dorm, we'll find out what happens next, next episode. Heroes of Tomorrow uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Green Ronin Publishing, used under permission. Ownership of these trademarks and copyrights resides entirely with Green Ronin, and their use here is not a challenge to that ownership. Heroes of Tomorrow is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Green Ronin Publishing. For more information about Green Ronin and their products, visit greenronin.com. If you like what you're hearing, come check out our other shows on Twitch 
and YouTube under the Untold Stories Project. Feel free to drop us a review in iTunes. It really helps people find us. You can also join our Discord server at Untold Stories Project or send us an email at untoldstoriesandgames at gmail.com. Finally, you can support us at patreon.com slash untoldstoriesproject. Thanks for listening.